0: so father god we just thank you this morning father god you did say where one or two are gathered there you are father god so we know that you are with us this morning father god and we just ask father god for for increase father god for more people to join us father god to to hear the word, Father God. And we just uh, lift up everyone that will join us today and and will listen later, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, that the word that goes forth this morning, Father God, is acceptable in your sight, Father God. We just thank you this morning. We give you all praise. We give you all glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone say amen.
1: Amen.
0: Amen.
2: you're uh, talking about Christopher's story, but he was born in May of uh, 2011, well, 2001, thank you, uh, you can tell, him he'll, he can do it better than I can, I have, I have to go back a few years, yeah, and he, his mother was on, on drugs, oxycontin and cocaine, and uh, he was a, n- a nephew of ours, and we went down to Florida and took him out of the foster care system in uh, August of 2002. And uh, it's been a blessing to our family. And uh, he wa- he loves to share his gifts. And this March he was kind of discovered by the Union Leader and all the local media outlets in Boston. And uh, he's uh, he's been singing a lot of patriotic songs. But to back up a few years, when, in 2004, Christopher was on our, his first mission trip with Eight Days of Hope. And at four years old, he went down to the front of the, uh, the music ministry, and uh, they handed him a microphone, and he sang the song he's going to sing tonight. Open the eyes of my heart.
3: No! Oh.
1: of the Holy Ghost at that age, and I I would love to have contact with him now just to see, I'm sure that he's several years older now, because that tape, that video has been on uh, YouTube for a while, but he is full of the Holy Ghost, and you know, when you see a little child, and they're full of the Holy Ghost, you can't, you can't deny it's God, because they don't have uh, the wherewithal to fake it. So it's real. And uh, I just thank God every time I see that video, I think about how blessed and hoping he still is with the Lord. So we thank God this morning for those of you that are on. I see Sister Sabrina Gutierrez is with us, and of course, Sister Sabrina Hale and Dr. Carson. And uh, we thank God for everyone that's out with us about it. Call your name. And we're going to get right into the word this morning. I didn't send out the reminder for the communion element, so we'll take communion next Sunday. You know, one of the things about the Holy Spirit that it has taught me is that you have to be flexible. And, you know, when you get so you're so rigid, uh, that is not good because, you know, God has to be flexible to deal with us. So he keeps his word. He's not a man that he would lie, nor a son a man that he would repent, but he certainly is merciful to us. And uh, my prayer partner and I were talking about that last night, and going back into our uh, younger years, and when we were uh, playing, uh, we were straddling the fence, maybe going to church on Sunday and the dance hall on Saturday. You know, and we laughed about that, but, you know, God has brought us a mighty long way, and we as elders are very appreciative of that, that we get to see our grandchildren and our great-grands. And so I just thank the Lord this morning. I'm going to preach, so I'm going to turn the service over to uh, our Reverend Richard Roberson, who will bring us a word this morning.
0: Amen. Amen. So uh, I chose those uh, uh, those songs this morning about these children because uh, uh, the question that I have this morning for everyone is, uh, should you teach your children to pray? Should you teach your grandchildren to pray? Should you teach your nieces and nephews to pray? Of course you could. So one of those songs, uh, uh, I almost tear up every time that boy gets on. So the boy is artistic, and the boy is blind. His mother was a crack addict and a uh, 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 and, and was a pill fiend. You know, the boy can't see. Uh, uh, the boy has a lot of problems, but what he does is he sings and he rejoices in the Lord. That touches me every time I see that kid. And you can tell he's artistic because when he sings, he's like this. And what he's asking God is what we should ask God. And we can see, but we should still ask God, open the eyes of our hearts We need to ask God to open the eyes of our hearts. That's the way that young boy who is artistic, blind, parents on crack. That's what he asked God to do. He can't see what is natural, but he can see what is spiritual. And this is a child that we all can learn from. Because that's what we need to do. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord. I want to see you. I want to see you high and lifted up. I want to see you, you know. So we need to each and every day to ask God to open the eyes of our hearts. You know, and I was talking to the pastor uh, uh, earlier about all these people that asked me to pray for them. And I will. I will pray for them. Each and every last one of them, even the one that asked me yesterday that said, can I ask the parishioners of my church? I'm like parishioners of my church. I don't know where she's from. God bless her. I'm going to pray for them, too. But here's the thing. What's wrong with praying for yourself? I always tell them, hey, you know, we pray Monday. Uh, 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 we pray Monday, Friday and Saturdays. So we have a a, a person that comes in from Chicago who is a two hour difference. So if it's seven o'clock here, it's nine o'clock there. And so by the time we finish, it's after 10. She doesn't say a prayer with us. But while we're praying, she's praying. So I'm not asking them to, to come on and pray with us. If you don't feel comfortable praying out loud with us, we're just asking you to come and pray. Just don't ask me for prayer. I'm going to pray for you. But just don't ask me for prayer and expect that these miracles are going to happen. So I do understand that some people pray and ain't nothing happening. So they ask other people to pray for them. Well, that's not the only deal. The deal is that, yes, you ask people to pray for them, but you also pray with them. You touch and agree with other folks that are praying. Because when you touch and agree and there's a bunch of us praying for one thing, It becomes more powerful. It's more power in that prayer. So when I do say, Pastor, this so-and-so person asked a prayer, yeah, uh, sometimes she put them on a prayer list, and that prayer list goes nationwide. That's right. Goes nationwide. Yeah, it goes all over, you know. Because we, uh, uh, well, the pastor knows so many people and a lot of people in the ministry. I only know a few. So with her lot and my few, your prayers are going all over. But guess what? They may not get answered unless you pray praying yourself. I, I don't know how that works. I'm not saying that's the way it works. I'm just saying. But getting back to the subject, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, because I want to see you. Because I can't see you in the natural. I can't see the wind blow, but we know it's blowing. So I need the eyes of my heart to be open. We need to teach these children. I'm going to get back on the subject. We need to teach our children how to pray. Our neighbors' children, our nieces, our nephews, some people great-grands, some people grands. We need to teach them how to pray, y'all. Because the world that we're leaving them. The world that we're leaving them in is a terrible place, y'all. We're leaving these children in a terrible place. I'm not saying it's our fault that's on here right now. I'm just saying this world is going to hell in a handbasket right now. Turn on the news. Watch what's going on. See this uh, uh, different strains these strains are coming and coming and coming and coming and coming people are not getting vaccinated All types of things is happening right now. We need to teach our children To pray against what's going on. It's getting different. The young women can't cook nowadays The men are wearing their right pants now. The men are wearing their pants and they showing their underwear and they don't even have clean underwear. <laughs> And this is what's going on in our world today, y'all. So we need to open the eyes of our hearts and we need to pray and we need to teach others to pray. I go on the playground. This time I went on a, a playground. Sometimes I go out there just to pray and I watch these kids, black, red, white. This is what Martin Luther King talked about, all these kids playing together. But what happens is as they grow, they learn something different and they learn it from adults and not us because I don't see us being prejudiced here. But they learn it from adults. Poor little Bella. Bella uh, will go on. the, And this is my uh, I call her my granddaughter because she she's my granddaughter. I'm going to leave it like that. So she when she goes on the playground, she's going to play with anybody. She don't care what color it is and what color they are. And that's how most children are. So this lady, as Bella, went up because Bella Bellas have black and have white. OK, and then they see this big black ballhead dude bringing these kids to the park. So Bella walked up to the kids to start playing with them, And the mother came and got the kid. Oh, we got to go. And I'm like, mm. And I just thought about it for a second. And, and Bella was like, Paw, as soon as I started playing with them, they left. And I'm like, that's okay. They had to go. But the thing is, we take a walk around the park before we go. And guess what? the kid and, and, and the parents are. they on the other side of the park playing. And she like, Paul, they over here playing now. How do you explain that to the child? How do you explain that to the child? Do you say, oh, they mama just prejudiced, so they, no, no, I'm not gonna tell my child that. I'm not gonna say, oh, well, uh, uh, that kid's parents didn't want you to play. We have to, we have to teach our kids to pray and we don't have to teach them prejudice. We don't have to teach them all this stuff that's going on in this world right today. And people always say, and I'm going to get to the, uh, and I do have scriptures and I'm not going to hold y'all long today. And Sabrina, I'm glad you joined us today. Thank you. I've been bugging you. You know, you've been getting my messages, but uh, I'm going to tell you, they always say there's no handbook to raise children. There's no handbook to raise children. You raise them as you go, but there is a guide there is guide to raising children, y'all. There is a guide in a book. It's called the Bible. It's called the Bible. Bible has all types of scriptures to help you raise a child. But you have to believe in, in the book and you have to believe in God's word in order to see that there is guidance on how to raise children. So Proverbs uh, uh, 22 and 6 says something uh, uh, a little bit about what I'm talking about. See, Proverbs 22 and 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go and that he means he or she. And when he or she is old, he will not depart from it. That means you teach them now. You teach them now and if they go astray, you have already taught them. If they go astray, you have already taught them and they're going to remember what you taught them in one day they will return. But we have to teach them first. And if you don't have no children, I'm talking about your nieces, nephews, grandchildrens, babies, whatever. The kids that you come in contact with. See, people always think that there's no guide in life, that there's no guidance. You just go with the flow. I'm afraid that this Bible is telling you different. This Bible is a map. When we walk out our doors, No telling what type of offense is going to come. When we walk out our door, we're walking in the landmines, mountains that we can't climb, ditches and hills and and, and pits and all of that when we walk out this door. Well, this book, the Bible, has gave us guidance to get around all of that, including raising children. There's no handbook, y'all. There's no handbook, but there is some guidance. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This is what we need to teach those children, not prejudice, not who to play with on the playground. See, we're going backwards when we do that. We're going backwards when we teach our children that. You know, I was raised by my uncle, and he didn't believe in whooping your butt, but he would he would throw some knuckles on you every now and then if you thought you was tough. We went into a place called Woolworth Woolco. And I ran in there and I was a child, and I remembered this, and next couple of weeks I'll be 60 years old. I couldn't have been no more than six. Then, So we talking 50-something years ago, but I remember this. Don't think children don't remember things because some of y'all remember things when y'all was a kid. The pastor is in her 80s, and I guarantee you that she remembers something when she was a kid like it was yesterday. It's something that she can think on that like, oh, I remember that like yesterday. And I know it because I've heard some of her stories, and I've heard her say that before. I remember that, but when I went into that Woolco called Woolworth and I ran and I sat in the, in the seat by the window, I sat in the seat by the window and my uncle smacked me and he never hit me like that, pow, and I didn't understand it because I was black and I wasn't allowed to sit at the window, we had to sit at the bar, uh, it wasn't a bar, we had to sit at the counter, yeah, yeah. So we're going backwards when we teach our children that mess. Oh, yeah, I remember the washrooms for the black people and the white people. I remember that. Yeah, I'm at that age that I can actually remember as a kid. I see the sign right here while I'm talking to y'all. Blacks, whites only, blacks only. I saw that we're going backwards, folks, when we teach these kids. This mess when you grab your kid on the playground because they because they playing with a mixed kid. When you grab your kid from the playground because they playing with a black child. And sometimes they don't be African-American black because some of the Indian culture are darker than we are. Mm hmm. I'm only telling what the Lord. I know this is a church sermon, but this is the what the Lord has given me. That song, of Hallelujah, with the sing on it, that's from the movie Sing. You see you see that song in so many children's movies. I asked Monisa to play that the last time I preached, but she was at a wedding out of town. It wasn't the time to play that song. That song was for the day. I wanted all those children to be heard because, see, that's what children uh, 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 can do. We don't. Sometimes, sometimes people don't believe in the Bible and they don't believe in prayer, and their children can sing like that boy, but they don't know it because they're not teaching the. They're not teaching their kids the ways of the Lord. So what? They don't believe. That don't mean you don't teach your kids. I'm going way off the subject now, but my purpose is: you raise a child in the Lord. You raise a child to know the Lord. And then you have done your job. So what they go out and smoke crack and become a, a drug addict or 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 they don't do a lot of things. We've been uh, uh, in the book of. Uh, 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 oh, boy, I'm excited. now. I think we're in the book of uh, Romans. Yeah. And what it says, we all have fell short of the glory of God. We all fell short. So if you teach your child and you raise him in the admiration of the Lord. And he goes out and he does the wrong, or she does the wrong thing. Guess what, folks? You done your job. Uh-huh. You have done your job. Because that's what God asked us to do. Uh uh, uh what did I get this and why do I have Proverbs 14 and 26? In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge in the fear of the Lord. Do we teach our children the fear of the Lord? Yes, we want them we want them to know. We want them to know about the 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 we want them to know about God. So he gave me that uh uh he gave me that verse and I tried to take it out but it uh, when I deleted it, it wouldn't go. In fear of the Lord is strong confidence and his children shall have a place of refuge. Um I can't remember exactly what a uh, uh, pastor said because we all say that we're all God's children, but, uh, I need some help with this. And pastor, you just told it to us last week. We are all God's children. What did you tell us? I- I'm sorry.
1: I, I said that people like to say we're all God's children, but in reality, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior then you're not a child of God, but you are a creation of God. Amen. So, because he created us. He created man or
0: humans. Amen.
1: And, uh, but in order to be a member of the family, you have to know Jesus Christ as your Savior. And I know folks don't like to hear that, but that's the truth.
0: Amen. So that's why that verse is there, because I needed to be explained a little bit more. Amen. See, God always well, there's a will, there's a way. And he ain't going to let me make no mistakes this morning because I tried to delete that verse. But anyway, we needed to hear that explanation. Now, I have accepted Jesus Christ in my life. So I am a child of God. What about you? And what about y'all going to listen later? Because if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, you're not a child of God, but you are a a creation. You are God's creation. We are all God's creation. Amen. Amen and amen. So I want to go to uh, Job's one and five. Now, I know why he gave me this scripture. Job one and five said it was so when when the days of their fasting was gone about. That Job sent sacrifice then, and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. And when he says them all, he means their children. And I'm going to explain this in detail in a minute. Job said, "It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed in their hearts." Thus did you. Thus did Job continuously. So that's a a, a verse out of the story of Job, which most of us know. Job had 10 children that used to gather in each other's house and and drink wine and and, and feast and, and get drunk and all of that. Job, each and every time they did that, he said a prayer for his children. He set up a sacrifice for his children just in case they sinned. Just in case they said something wrong while they was drunk. Now, why is that important Uh, 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 in this sermon? Because, yes, that we pray for our children, our grandchildren, nieces and nephews and all of them. We pray for them. We pray for their souls. We pray for their uh, uh, deliverance. We pray for them. But the number one thing we must teach them to pray for themselves. I don't care how old they are. I don't care how old they are. Job prayed for his children. Job lost everything, as y'all know the story. He lost every single thing, but you know what? He still prayed. He never cursed God. So while your children, if they go astray, you don't say, hey, God, I prayed and you didn't know. You continue to pray. You keep praying. When they're out there on drugs, pray some more. And not saying that any of the nieces and nephews here are going to go that route, but let's uh, 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 start them now in in, in prayer. Let's get to praying for these children now. You're going to hear me say that a hundred times. And the reason why, I want everybody to go to this one, Psalms 127 and 3. And if you're not going to it, write it down, Psalms 127 and 3. And I love this because it explains a lot what the people just don't understand. What uh, What the word says, Psalms 127 and 3, Lo, children are an inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his rewards children are inheritance i'm gonna tell y'all something yes they're your children but i'm gonna tell you something these are god's children god's given us these children these children that we have are on loan y'all they're on loan god give us these children to raise but these are god's children from the get-go from the beginning these are god's children everybody yeah my baby sure that's your baby but these are God's children. They, these children are an inheritance, a gift, a blessing, a something from God. These children are a gift from God, y'all. So how should we raise them? Proverbs 22 and 6, train, them in, train your child in the way that they should go. And he, when he get old, he will not depart from it. Because this gift that God has given you, he wants you to raise him in in his admiration. I hope y'all feel me because, you know, this is a serious thing because, like I say, we leaving this world in, in, in a handbasket, hell in a handbasket. That's how this world is going to. And it's not us that's leaving it like that, but it's. Our surroundings, I mean, look, like I say, look what's happening. It it ain't hard to explain what I'm trying to tell you. I'm making it harder than what it is. Turn on the news and check it out, y'all. What can we do? And ain't but five of us on own right now today. Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. If y'all know what that means, if you don't, that means I tell somebody, you tell somebody and they may tell somebody and so forth and so on, because that's how I go. Each one, teach one. Teach a child in the way that they should go. And when it's time, they will come back to the Lord. Let me uh, uh continue here. I have some more as uh, Psalms 127 and 4. Uh, uh, 127 and three, once again, children are an inheritance of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward as sorrow as in the hand of a mighty man. So are children of the youth, the children are put in our hands, y'all, what we going to do with them. We're going to teach them how to pray. We're going to teach them about the Bible. We're going to teach them when things go bad as they will to pray. To pray these kids don't know how to pray y'all they're growing up bad y'all they're growing up talking cursing and and doing all these things y'all they're growing up bad because the younger generation didn't teach the younger generation they didn't teach that they didn't teach that the younger mothers didn't teach the daughters how to cook because the daughters didn't want to well back in the day it didn't matter whether you wanted to or not the younger men ain't learning how to dress because we didn't teach them how to dress because they didn't want to dress like us because we wasn't cool. But we were taught to dress whether we like it or not. Sears and Robot, Montgomery Wards, Tom McCann. That was the ugliest shoes, Lord have mercy. Y'all remember Tom McCann? I used to have to hate, I used to hate P.F. Flyers, Sabrina Hell. P.F. Flyers. Huh? We was made to wear that. We were made to look good in our parents' eyes or, or our guardian's eyes. We look good in those overalls our kosh be gosh. Anyway, let me move on. But see, we're not we're not enforcing that. We're not teaching that, y'all. We're not teaching it. But they made us do it. Oh, you don't want to wear that to school? Well, guess what? you're wearing at the school. But but Frank, they going to laugh at me. <laughs> they going to laugh at you then because you're it. And you know what? It didn't look that bad except for those Tom McCann's. What the Lord have mercy. Those. I only want to think about them shoes. Where am I here, y'all? And, and once again, it has Psalms 127 and 3 on my list. Children are inherited. I want y'all to remember that we have inherited those children. God has given us those children as a gift. I have wasted my gift with my daughter, Precious, Javon, Luther, uh, Fontaine, and Elijah Juan. I wasted my gift on five children, y'all. Because I wasn't there, I didn't raise them. I didn't understand. I didn't understand. So God said, okay, I got you. I'm going to give you these two and you're going to do it over again. You're going to understand what I'm trying to teach you. So I feel bad sometime when I be at the store shopping for me and a belly. And I'm like, man, I never did this for precious. See, God is teaching me a lesson and I need to teach it to somebody else. I need to get this to somebody else. See, yes, I didn't do it for my children. But God said, I want you to understand this. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And so now I got these two beautiful grandchildren. I would love to uh, uh, help raise my other grandchildren that I don't know, but God is going to make a way for that to happen as well. So people who listen later and these uh, uh, unreliable dads is going to hear this. I want y'all to heave this message. God is trying to tell you something and he's trying to tell you to do the right thing. He's trying to tell you, don't let your children's childhood, if it ain't too late, don't, don't let their childhood go past you. Don't let the lessons that they need to learn from dad, because there's so many absent dads. I mean, moms have been taking care of business. I love the moms. But there's so many absent dads I know because I'm one of them. I know because I want to, but God gave me this other chance and I do see all the things that I miss from not raising my precious and not raising my other four boys. Now I see it and I feel it, you know, but hey, God said, continue. God says, continue. And I said, I wasn't going to hold y'all long. So, uh, for some reason, God has given me Timothy second Timothy three and 15 And that from a child that has known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make the wise until salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. So what is it saying here? It's saying that from that uh, and that from a child that has known the Holy Scripture. But how would they know the Holy Scripture, y'all, if we don't teach it? Back to my point. Teach your children to pray. I'm going to wind this up. And uh, it also gave me, and that was 2 Timothy 3 and 15. I want y'all to read that. And once again, it said, And that from a child thou have known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make thee wise until salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. So that means you need to teach them that scripture, y'all. Ephesians 6 and 4 says, and ye father provoke not your child to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and aberration of the Lord. Bring your children up to the to the uh uh, uh bring your children up to the nature and the aberration of the Lord. That's self-explanatory, y'all. is going back to what I say, teach your children how to pray. And last and not but least, uh uh um uh, is Luke 18 and 1. Luke 18 and 1. And he spoke a parable unto them to the end that men ought to always pray and not to faint. That's not all only about children. And we know when it says men in the Bible, that's men and women. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray. We need to always pray, y'all. We need to pray for ourselves. We need to pray for this world. We need to pray for our children. We need to ask the Lord like that artistic, blind, mother on crack child singing, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to ask each and every one of y'all something. And then for the ones who's going to listen later, what do we have to complain about? The boy was artistic and blind and he's singing to the Lord. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. He didn't say open the eyes in my head so he can see. He said open up. Y'all understand where I'm coming from. Y'all too, everybody understand. That boy had so many problems. I meant to ask Monisa to play that one last but it don't matter because I want y'all to remember that artistic, blind boy, when you don't feel like praying, when you don't feel like picking up your book and reading the Bible, when you don't feel like giving God his glory, his praise that he deserved, I want you to remember that little boy singing, open the eyes to my heart, Lord. I want to see you. He don't want to see him with his eyes. He want to see him with his heart. I just can't say that enough, y'all. I'm not going to sing the song because y'all know me. I like to sing. I ain't going to sing it. So y'all go back and listen to that boy again and watch him. Artistic, rocking on that stage, praising the Lord. That makes me get a chill in my heart, y'all. My heart get a chill when I see that. What do I got to complain about? So what the people at my job crazy. So what the people don't wear no masks? So what? This artistic boy that's blind is singing. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pastor. I'm gonna I'm I'm on quit right there. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it back over to you. Well, I
1: thought you gonna sing. <laughs> <I thought> you <laughs> to sing.
0: But
1: praise <laughs> the Lord. You know, uh, Uh, I love that teaching because I was sitting here thinking how my mother, when we were, uh, I probably was close to five years old, and I had two brothers, and we were two years apart in age. And my mother used to put us down for our nap. And while we, she made us get on the bed and lay down, and then she'd read the Bible to us. Until we went to sleep. She taught us that now I lay me down to sleep prayer. And then when we got older, she said, it's time for you to learn to say uh, a more uh, uh, mature prayer, which was the I Father prayer. Mm-hmm. My mother would get up every morning and go to the restroom because we lived in a small house and she would go to the restroom with her Bible. And she would stay in there maybe about 30 minutes or so praying and reading her Bible. That was her morning devotion. And so I was thinking about that as Reverend was uh, teaching because, you know, I know and not everybody had that experience. But we are responsible for providing spiritual education to our children and, uh, you know, Sunday school, I remember going to Sunday school, I always had people around me that would make sure that I got to Sunday school, my mother was having a problem with the body of Christ and some of their behavior, so she she did her uh, uh, communication with God uh, at home, I believe what the word says, that you have to assemble yourself together. But at least she provided me with a good spiritual foundation at home. And that additionally that I needed was provided by my godmother who took me to church with her and others. So, you know, I have been church, but I am, I am also saved. Because some people at church and they don't know Jesus Christ as Brother Hagen would say, Dr. Lake. Dr. Hagen would say they wouldn't know the Holy Spirit if he came in with a red hat on. Hmm. you know and they're sitting up there in the, in the midst of the body of Christ they don't know what the word says they you know uh, that's a carnal Christian and so we need to train our children we need to speak light into their uh, into their 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 spirits and have them know what, who God is and you know Reverend talked about a handbook. Well, the Bible is our handbook. The late uh, uh, this minister, he was uh, from uh, uh, Bahamas, uh, Miles Monroe. He has lots of books out. You would be blessed to read some of his books. And his teaching books is that the Bible is our handbook. Mm-hmm. And that if you don't know what to do with something, you'll abuse it. He uses the example of when buy these appliances and electronics and we don't read the handbook well then we we can uh, we can cause the thing to uh, be damaged because we don't know how to operate and so he says that about the bible he says the bible is our manual and you need to know what your manual says because if you don't know you will abuse what god has provided for you And so I'm not going to go any further with that because Reverend has made it real clear that we need to provide spiritual support for our children. And, you know, some of those children don't have parents who will say, but if they come across our path, we need to reach out to them. And like he says, you know, he has some uh, uh, adopted grandchildren as well as his own natural grandchildren. And he is providing that kind of support for those little girls. Uh, You know, I have many spiritual children. God has put people in my path, and I have mentored them. And, uh, you know, I worked at the high school for almost 10 years. And a lot of those folks that I had dealings with when I was working in the high school have come through the doors of bread of life at one time or another. And so, you see, God will open up ways for us to help. We don't have children alone. He'll open up ways for us to have contact with somebody else's children. But he wants them to get the help that they need. So I appreciate the message and the messenger this morning. We thank God for all of you. And we just thank God that we have this uh, uh zoom that we can reach out wherever you are we can come together and worship and uh you know we we, we know that some places are gathering uh but i want to know when when god's ready he'll let me know but uh, we're able to connect with people all over the country and outside of the country with this uh application called zoom And so we thank God for this morning, and we thank God for you. So uh, we're going to get ready now to uh, dismiss. I'm going to turn the service back over to the Reverend and let him dismiss us. And next Sunday we'll take communion. Like I say, we don't want to get stuck. First Sunday is a Sunday that a lot of people celebrate with the Lord's Supper, and we do too. But I didn't send out the information in time, so we're not doing it today. But we'll do it next Sunday. God will still be with us if we allow him to. He'll still be with us next Sunday, just like he's with us today. So with that said, I'm going to turn the service back over to Reverend. And thank God for all of you. I'm always glad to see you. Glad to know that you're well and glad to know that you still love the Lord. Okay, Reverend.
0: Amen. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for allowing us to gather this morning, Father God, and allowing us, Father God, to to spread the word, Father God, and to, to open the our hearts, to open our eyes and our hearts, not only in our heads, Father God. We thank you for each and every one here this morning, Father God, and we thank you for the families that are represented here today, Father God. We thank you for those who are missing, Father God, that are missing to us, but We know that they're not missing to you, Father God. We just want to ask, Father God, as we carry on our week, Father God, that you be there with us, Father God, in our jobs or whatever we do, Father God. We just pray that you are with us, Father God. We give you all praise. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone say amen. Amen. And you know
1: I just The Holy Spirit reminded me that while uh, Reverend was teaching, God had me look up that prayer by Bishop Bonner. I sent that out some weeks ago, maybe over a month ago, where Bishop Bonner, he is the pastor of the Word of Faith Church. I believe he's in in Virginia. But uh, he prayed a prayer and where he said, open my eyes, God, help me to see, help me to see what I need to see, help me to uh, see the counterfeit, help me to see the real, he, he prays that prayer and I sent that to y'all sometime ago, oh, I know Sister Sabrina and I talked about that prayer and I started praying that prayer, you know you can always learn something, I'm just so thankful that God keeps me in a learning mode, mm-hmm. but that prayer, if you will pray that prayer And do what that song says Open the eyes of my heart Open my spiritual eyes Lord Help me to see. Give me some guidance Help me to know What's the real And what's the counterfeit You know If we ask God those questions He will answer those questions for us So next week When we uh, gather I will read that whole prayer But uh, we're going to go ahead now Thank God for the prayer And y'all have a beautiful day And uh, stay Stay safe and continue to uh, stay before the Lord. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Best. Amen. God all right. bless all
0: of you. Thank all you. Right.